Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 75 of the Sunfire Tavern. This is our podcast for games and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, no. Ollie. Yeah, no, no, that's right. No, no. It's, that's it's, we're swapping just, the names. Uh, we're swapping uh. <laughs> discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Oh, and please send us your questions, comments, or whatever you want via the Google form that's linked in the podcast information blurb below. Hey, Ollie, how's it going? I hate you. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, yeah, it's been a busy week, honestly. Been, uh, but a lot of stuff has been happening in the gaming space. And I've been playing a lot of video games, uh, surprisingly, and watching that's a lot of good. TVs. So I've been yeah. playing quite a few as well. I've been playing one specific video game, but we'll get into that. Um, I noticed as well, last time we did the recording for the podcast, we had a, a mail that we didn't didn't read out. Oh, shit, did we? Oh, yeah, no. uh, right. it came in quite a while ago. And um... should, we, should, we, should, we, should we just... Okay, let me go through the agenda, and we, maybe we can do that right away. We can do that as the first thing. Yeah, that? so it came after... Do you remember when we were talking about um, uh, the boss boss themes? When we were talking about boss themes? Yes. It's, it came after that. Like that's, That was quite was a while ago. Was it the one <laughs> about the person talking about uh, Gwyn? Uh, Gwyn, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did, we did talk about that. We, did we didn't. That. We didn't read that out at all. We did. Did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go back and listen to the boss, uh, the episode after the boss themes one and we talk about it. Because I remember okay. talking about. Do you see? The, um... th- there's also there's one from someone called Gina as well. Do you see that? No, that is okay. That is new. No, we haven't read that. So okay. We need that okay. Out now, so um, let's go over the agenda. As yeah. you can see, we're very being very professional today. Um, so we've got the agenda today of what the usual what we've been playing, what we've been watching. We've got uh, headings of Ni- Microsoft and Nintendo. Oh, I know what this is about. Yeah, the Nintendo and Microsoft stuff that happened recently. Yeah, it's subtle, isn't it? The Microsoft and Nintendo thing is about Microsoft and Nintendo. I know yeah, it's a confusing fun, title. funny how that works. But then also yeah. we've got Microsoft and Nvidia. Interesting yeah, matchups we we've got going yes, on we here. Do. Then we've got uh, Hogwarts Legacy that we can talk about. We've got the Tetris movie, which is uh, very interesting. Uh, and then we've got PSVR 2 being underwhelming at best. Then we've got a heading here, which is very mysterious, that said, Are gamers just built better? Are they? Are, Are they? they? Let's find Are out. They? Then we've also got that recent Blizzard meeting. Um, and then we've got Clean Up Midgar in Power Wash Simulator. Man, yeah. I have seen some crazy stuff coming out of Power Wash Simulator recently. <laughs> it's bonkers, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they're doing well. Because, um, but anyway, we can talk about that when we get to it. That is but, not um, for right now. That's for that point in the podcast. How dare you? Yes, exactly. That almost sounded like we were going to skip ahead. Uh, Can't have that. Well, I mean, we're going to skip right into this email from Gina. So, Clark, why don't you uh, read out? Oh, read caught out me off guard. Uh, yeah, so she just, uh, sorry, she, I, I'm assuming she, uh, they uh, said, uh, love the show this week. Thanks for being a great pod last year. What's your both favorite games music songs? Ones with lyrics. Thank you, Gina. Um, that is a big question to ask in such a short sentence, but thank you for your for your letter. Um, I don't know, Ollie. What's your favorite lyrics song with lyrics? What am I talking about? I mean, if the if you like the first one that comes up to the top of my head is the one from the intro to Smash Bros Ultimate, but that's probably just because oh, I colors sing it. reaching into spires yeah, yeah. of flame. Yeah, 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 exactly. Something, something, and some. 
jam on toast. I don't know. But, the, <laughs> but the reason for that is probably just because it's burned into my memory because it just plays every time you load up the game. Fair. And I just like singing it really, really with a really awful voice. But if I'm being, let me have a think deeper about like what is a song with lyrics. I mean, what there's so many. Song? No, 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 no. As in, no, as in like songs with lyrics that like stick. Uh, in video games, I think like um. I mean, I've got an obvious one that, like, it is probably my number one song from all video games ever. The song from the end of the first chapter of Deltarune stuck with me quite a lot. But she's, okay, I've never heard very, that. It's very solemn. It's just, it's just a few piano notes and just some lyrics, which are very uh, poignant. Uh, which is good. The, lyrics, the song's called Deltarune. Don't For- <laughs> this is the end of chapter one. No, the song is called Don't Forget. Okay. Uh, which is interesting because it alludes to a lot of other things that happen in Undertale, which I think is also cool. Um, but ah, those okay. those are literally off the top of my head. Otherwise, I could sit here and think about songs forever. But yeah, Clark, have you got one? Yeah, I mean, it's an easy one for me. It's the ending song to Portal. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's mainly because that song has a lot of conne- uh, connection to me. Um, having been someone that's previously worked in like big stage shows and stuff for big games events. Um, we did once did this event early on in uh, like 2010 or 2011 at Gamescom, uh, Gamescom, sorry, um, and we just I randomly just started saying the lyrics to you know this was a triumph. I just said this was a triumph. I'm making a note here, huge success, mm-hmm. and it then the entire crowd took over and started singing, and I was oh, like wow. trying not to cry on stage because it was so. It was just something else. It was incredible, and people were like just chanting the song. <laughs> That's that to amazing. me is a very like it, it resonates. Like it's really really cool. So yeah, it was a cool moment for me. I mean, it shows a cultural just, impact, right? Like, it does. And I, I just love that song as well because like, the, the lyrics are very clever. Yeah. Um. There's also they said so there's three of them. So there's that one. There's the one from number two, which is called. Uh. So that one's called Still Alive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Still. Still Alive is the first one. And then there's um. There's the one about Glados not needing you anymore, or something. Yeah, and it's yeah. Is it, is it called like "Want You Back" or something? Something uh, like that. And then there's a third one as well, which is surface. It's also official. It's an official Portal song, but it's surfaced in the weirdest possible way. Like, have a guess where it's found. The VR game. <laughs> worse, like even worse. Like a tech demo, or something. No, so it's in the um, the Lego game in the Portal DLC. What? Once you gone, once you gone is the name one, of the second yeah, one. So one you, once yeah, once you gone is the name of the second. Song yeah, again. that's the second one, and then the third one is called I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm gonna have to Google it actually because I can't remember the name of it. But it's also as good as one and two. Mm. It's I, I very strongly recommend that you look it up and have a listen to it because it is bloody good. Um. Oh god, what's it? But yeah, it's in the 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 Lego game, which is just mental, and it's a full on like you know three minute song. Wow, there you go. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, that's the uh, that's mine. So Portal Three song is called Portal Three is not even out, Clark. Oh no, 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 it's not. Um... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Lego Portal song. It's called. You wouldn't know. And it's oh. also with Ellen McLean, so oh, it's, awesome. uh, it's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. That's great. Um, okay, I just listened to it for a little bit there, cool. but I'm not going to listen to it now. Well, there you go, Gina. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully our answers are good, and thank you for writing in. Um, yeah, thank you. That's lovely. So, If anyone else has any other questions, you can uh, fill it in the Google form below. 
And my special. apologies as well for not getting to that when you sent it weeks ago. It's not because yeah, we're we had like priorities or anything. We're just terrible at keeping up to date with yeah, things, we're which is which is awful as a senior producer. I should be more up to date. <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep more on it on on checking these things, but um. Yeah, I guess we can go right into what we've been playing and watching. Clark, why don't you uh, kick us off? What have you been playing? Well, what have you been watching? so I've developed a new addiction, and uh, I'm now at 76 hours played, and it's been out for just over a week. Um, I'm really heavy into this. I knew I was going to get into it because I was excited for it to come out, but I'm a massive fan of rhythm games in general, and the Final Fantasy, the at rhythm final bar line oh, came yes. out last week yeah and so so this is a culmination of all the final fantasy games up to 15 mm. 15 16 16 um and a couple of other like side games as well so like and then there's also remixes there's like 500 and something tracks in this game oh it's God. mental That's and cool. there's more coming through dlc throughout the year so um the, the thing is <laughs> This is also the most expensive game I've ever bought in my life because it was £95. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. But, considering I've had 75 hours out of it and there's probably at least another 1,000 hours to come, I see that as, as value for money. Like, yeah. That works for me. I mean, if you're having a great time, that's all that matters, well, really, right? It's got this, so they've, they've also managed to turn a rhythm game into an RPG, which is mental. I don't know how they've come across this setup, but you are literally just pressing buttons to the beat. Mm. But you've also got a party of four people that, <coughs> excuse me, that are fighting monsters and stuff on the screen at the same time. And each song has its own like objective. So one of them could be kill 30 mobs, which is kind of tricky to do. So I... that's why you were. That's all right. I've been in back-to-back calls all day, so I'm knackered. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, one of the objectives could be like kill 30 mobs. But another one would be defeat this boss, and it'll be a boss from like a Final Fantasy game. And you have to work out... Because there's 106 characters you can play in the game, and they can all be leveled up to ridiculous levels. And as they level up, they unlock new abilities, and they have uniques as well. So you can build like uh, builds, like actual builds with where you put four characters together that have got specific things, and they all do stuff at certain points throughout the song based on what the abilities do. Because mm. like some of the abilities will be you need to hit 30 perfect triggers, and some of them will be activates halfway through the song or activates when a boss appears or whatever. So you have to work out what some good strategies are. And I've got so deep into min maxing like i'm i'm obsessed and, and this game really does like touch every aspect of like obsessive collector because everything about it is collectible yeah and i understand it's very niche it's very um very twee but I, it's exactly for me like it's perfectly for me and they've done this thing as well so there was a song uh called the twinning which is from final fantasy 15 14 15 14 the mmo and uh, when the song came out in the expansion three years ago, someone made a video of it. And it was like a meme of, of a guy doing a weird dance over the screen because the, the music is, is, a, is a proper banger. Like, it's a really good track. Mm. Uh, and then their community managers took that and copied the dance and did it at one of the big fan expos for Final Fantasy, which was also really cool. And the key part of it is they're wearing shirts that match the guy's shirt in the video. This is a meme that they've memed. Right. Okay. So they're all wearing shirts in order. So this is important. And then in the game, that track has got like four spotlight VFXs flashing to the music, and those four spotlights are the colours of the T-shirts worn in the meme. Huh. In the right order as well. And I was just like, that is so cool. Like, it's such a really good way of looking at your fan base and going, we see you, we respect you, and here's a little thing to say that we, you know, we, we like you. Like, thank, thank you for being our fans. That is very cool. I love cool. that. Yeah. That was cool. Um, but that has literally been all I've been playing. 
Wow. That and uh, the Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy, but I've only given that like two hours. Yeah. Because it came out, I had some problems getting the key to work because I got a free key for it. Ah. Uh, I had some problems getting it to work. And then when I did get it to work, it was like an hour before Final Fantasy came out. And I've literally just played that all week and watched The Last of Us. I mean, it sounds so... like it's been great. Oh, it's great. Like, I'm, I'm loving it, but it's it's rotting my life away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I can't I, stop. I, I know that for you. Um, what, what, okay, I guess we can have the catch up on The Last of Us. What do you think? Are you up to date? I am up to date, yeah. So, have you watched the latest episode? Yes, yeah. It has yeah. become, uh, my, my partner is, who's not played the game, is just absolutely obsessed with the show. So, it's like, as, as soon as it as comes out, yeah, as soon as it comes out, she's just like, you have to make sure that you are here at this time to watch it. That, no, it's this so is good. not negotiable. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So uh, I remember last time we spoke, you hadn't seen the episode with Frank and. No, I um... hadn't. I've seen it now. I mean, it's a beautiful episode. It's just a beautiful. <laughs> it's bit incredible, isn't it? Yeah. You see what I mean about it being like the Sanju Dupera episode as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, I think it was a, a fantastic adaptation of um, the scene in the game. Well, it's, if you remember when we spoke about it last time, I said as well, this is how you do queer storytelling. Mm. And it's because it wasn't about them being gay. It was no. about them being in love. Yes. And and them being gay was completely separate from the from the the discussion because they were just a gay couple. Yeah, it didn't matter. It, like their sexuality exactly. wasn't the main cornerstone of the whole thing. It was just two but, but people. You know. So the, a lot of the lashback online was people going, "Oh, we don't want gay stuff in our TV." And it's like it, it's not gay or straight. It's nothing. This is it, it's not about their sexuality. No, it's about the difficulties they went through trying to be together. Exactly. And then obviously the ending was horrific and harrowing. Uh, that was what the story is about. And people are like, "Yeah, but it's gay," and it's like, oh, who, 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 mm. like what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, but but I was just so happy, and I'm so glad that people have picked it up as being this like iconic piece of storytelling as well. Because mm-hmm. it just means we're going to see more things like that, which is good. Yeah, I think I think you know they've been killing it so far on the show. Yeah, I think e- um, even the even the weaker episodes are strong, which yes, is good. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like the like the episodes that are weak aren't in the grand scheme of themes things like that. Even that weak, that they're not like... they're not weak episodes. They're just the weaker ones. It's like. The whole show is fantastic, but they're just slightly less fantastic. But they're still fantastic. Yeah, you know? and I guess yeah. like a little bit of spoiler for the latest episode that just came out. Um, but I think the way that they are giving, jo- showing more like the more vulnerabilities of Joel as a character, um, and fleshing it out a little bit more, I think is like really good. Like way better. Like you know the whole thing about him breaking down, kind of talking to Tommy about how things are going yeah. and stuff like that. I think he's got I'm, more emotion. It's not. Got... Uh, th- this might be memory, but that kind of stuff wasn't really that in the game, was it? Or it kind of got overshadowed by the fact that you're just playing as this person who just murders like hundreds of people, and it's like fucking whatever. Kind of I thing, mean, it's right? alluded to in the in the TV show as well. Like that, like I mean, she calls him a murderer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like he is a murderer, but in in terms, but I mean, like from the game play sort of perspective. Is that you don't think of Joel as le- you th- you don't really think of Joel as more of like this vulnerable person who you know clearly you know you can see that he doesn't really want to fail Ellie right yeah. or like fail again. And well, that's... I mean, he says that almost word for word, doesn't he, in this episode? Yeah, yeah. You know, which is which is incredible. Right? Exactly right, and I think it's yeah. cool because it's showing that also you know it's showing that he's like having anxiety attacks and things like that. Yeah. You know, like in the game, it doesn't allude to any. It alludes to it's it a little he's bit. Human. Right? Yeah, exactly. Which I think is interesting because it also sets mm. up. Um, I mean, obviously this is a bit of foreshadowing, but I guess it's going to 
they're trying to paint Joel as more of a character that is closer to the character that Last of Us 2 painted him as. Yeah, the thing is, I haven't played Last of Us 2, but I do know what happens. Yes. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I don't really care much about the spoilers for that now because it's been so heavily ruined for me. But yeah, I, I can definitely see that it's going towards that direction. You're, yeah. You know, you're very right in Which saying that. Which is good. Because yeah. I think a lot of people in who... Obviously, well, I mean, there's just there was a lot of other weird things behind why people didn't like what they did in Last of Us Two, but like, um, oh yeah, because you know, lesbians, everyone yeah. hates that their media is being muddied up by gay people. We are terrible. It is our agenda. We're yeah. trying to destroy media. No. <laughs> it's my goal. I want to destroy it all. Yeah. If, if it's not Drag Race, why bother? <laughs> I mean, look, I'll I'll take a hundred million drag races over one more complaint Love about Ireland. Yeah, and also over one more complaint about, but Joel wouldn't be trusting like that. It's like, Ugh, a just shut up. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, everyone um, in the world, shut up. Yeah, before, so before we go into that, is that is that your update on what you've been playing, what you've been watching? Uh, so what did I say? So the at rhythm. Yes. Uh, Last of Us. The Last of Us. Little bit and... of Hogwarts Legacy, but I guess we can talk about that when we come to the. Yeah, topic. we've got a section for that, but I mean, obviously, there's controversy around Hogwarts Legacy, but that's what we're going to talk about that. Actually, something that's going to interest you as well that came up today about mm. that, but we'll get to that. So. Yeah. But it'll be definitely of your interest. I know it will be. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so, what have you been playing? Right. So it's been a while since we recorded the last episode, and I've had. Months. Uh, a, li- a few, been through a few different games. Um, <clears throat> most, most uh, notably being the Dark and Darker uh, Alpha playtest that just fi- that finished a few days ago. Dark and Darker. Yes. What's that? So this is going to be the next. Well, it was for at least that week the next hot thing, the next hot okay. video game for all. I've never heard of it. So <laughs> the the premise is, it is a like dungeon crawler. That plays kind of like an Elder Scrolls game, like Skyrim or whatever. Like it's pretty clunky and all these other things, but it is uh, PvP VE, and it is an extraction game akin to like Tarkov. So it's like medieval Tarkov, okay, okay. essentially. Um, and it was free to play for this was the fourth playtest, and it was just absolutely hilarious. It's like playing a janky, broken PS2 game, but it's so much fun. Like it was okay. just, it's it it's done something which is cool for me with extraction games, which is like when you die, I'm laughing. I'm less of being like, oh, I got sniped by someone halfway across the map. Like, what the fuck? And then you know, being a little bit sad or angry that you lost off. You're just laughing because it's just like, oh, a barbarian knocked down a door and just screamed really loud at you, <laughs> and then you slowly watch the axe sink into your face, and you're like, oh, oh no, <laughs> it's just got oh, that. No, 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 no. Yeah, and they added voice chat as well, um, which oh, made no, no, it's and but the the thing is the community were like pretty funny like some of the <laughs> some of the clips i've seen online are so funny when we talked about a game a while ago where they added voice chat to the second that you kill someone so yes. you can hear their mic what call game of duty. was that call of duty. it was call of duty so 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 in this game um so in dark and darker you you have a party Durka of up to three yeah Durka 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 yeah you have sure, has that joke been made no <laughs> probably yeah, I'm, I'm unique and funny <laughs> But you have a party of up to three, and unlike other these all these other extraction shooters and stuff like that, uh, it's very much RPG and class based. 
So, you know, you can be a wizard, a rogue, ranger, fighter, barbarian, cleric. I think that's all of them. Wow, I just named them off. Um, <clears throat> and they each have different class abilities and, and things like that. And they can equip different types of weapons and gear and stuff like that. Which means that, like, your team composition is important, which is cool. And, like, it's very much like, you know, you take in the gear you want, and it has very much, like, gear numbers, different abilities, stuff like that. When you die, you drop everything, and the way you extract is there's kind of like a, um, like a, like a Battle Royale-style ring that kind of keeps going in slowly, akin to, like, you know, whatever, Fortnite, PUBG, whatever. As it gets near the end of the match, in the middle of the map, uh, these portals will spawn, which you have to, like, open up to open the portal and go through it. So there's an escape there's an escape portal which is blue and only one person can go through it. Which means if you have a team okay. of 3, you need three escape portals to go to all escape, right? Which leads to very silly situations where it's like there's one portal and you're just kind of looking at like your friends and being like, "All right, boys, <laughs> who's, uh, yeah. who, who needs who needs out? To work out who's the popular one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who needs out? You know. And but there, it, but however, there is also uh, these red portals called down portals, and three of them spawn at the same time. So you can always go as a party. But what it means is that when you go through the portal, you go deeper into the dungeon. So you basically go to like a harder level. So you can go to like where, where you, then that's where like all the rare loot and like the big oh, boss yeah, is. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the game looks really janky and plays kind of janky but in that way it's kind of like slow paced enough that it's like very readable and very fun to play i guess um i'm guessing it's really popular on streaming then like people, streamers are loving it yes like yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and, and and there's so many funny like clips and things like that like there's like and also because of the way that it's like an rpg and more melee focused and like you know rather than like gun focused there's a lot more strategy there's a lot more like interesting strategies that are kind of like oh now traps are really cool like you know if you put a trap in a doorway suddenly someone walks over it and they walk on it and they get stuck and now they have to play like a lock picking mini game <laughs> to escape them meanwhile your rogue like chaos yeah meanwhile your rogue comes out of stealth and just goes next to them and is essentially just like stabbing them with what is the equivalent of like just like a bobby pin <laughs> Just like, right, okay. and just, just watching just the health slowly decrease and be like, ah, go away, stop. No, I hate this. It's <laughs> so funny. It's just like... <laughs> well, it sounds fun, though. I'm glad you're having fun with it. Yeah, it's it's great fun. I would highly... and You can see where they're going to go in terms of, like, uh, you know, adding quests and crafting and all these other things. So I'm really excited to see where they take the game. Uh, and... The only thing I'm interested to see is like what the price point is going to be when they go into early access. Because right now oh, the game's yeah. entirely free, which means that everyone is playing it. Everyone loves it. It's doing great. I think it had like a hundred thousand concurrent users at one point. Jesus Christ! Which is crazy big for like a demo, right? For a game that I've never heard of. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like it was very popular for that hot, like for that week when it was out. So I think I guess people are just kind of waiting for like the next thing. Uh, waiting for when the next playtest is, or whether they go into early access. So yeah, well, darker, had darker. The end of the year, so it's too late. But yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Um, check it out, dark and darker. Watch some videos on YouTube, I guess. There's some really it's, funny it clips. Constantly sounds like you're saying Durka Durka. I, I know, but it sounds like you're saying Durka Durka. Yeah. Is, uh, really just Google Tucker Doll and uh, get get some nice. Re anyway, um, what else have I been playing? Uh, I have. Broken my Tarkov addiction for now because Dark and Darker replaced that for me. Um, but now I'm just playing a lot of Fortnite. Uh, 
I don't know yeah. why. I'm just I, like because well, it's super Moorish and like but, it's really enjoyable. Yeah, but I'm like just doing the live op that's running right now, <laughs> the one which is like do all the quests, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't I don't even know why I'm doing it. It's like the skin. I'm sure. I mean, the skin's cool, but it's like if I ever use that skin, I'm just gonna look like mega edgy. So I'm just like, oh. Well, I still. Have... You need to let me know, by the way, as soon as the Ryu skin comes back in, because I'll be straight back into the game then when it happens. Yeah, I just buy. I really want the Ryu skin. Yeah, I missed it like twice now. Yeah, the the game is is pretty fun to play. I it's but incredible. like um, yeah, and and also like weirdly, I got. I didn't realize, but I got I, I knew Fortnite had these things, but this is my first time kind of doing it. Is that like, um, I got advertised a map, uh, like a custom map in Fortnite, which was like an entirely different game mode. It was like, um, basically you spawn on a tiny platform, and there's just like a box in the middle, and you hit the box with your pickaxe, and it just spawns random things. And the idea is to kind of like you survive in the air for like a hundred days and you kind of like use the building mechanics kind of like build out and then go get more resources and things to survive etc 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 and it's kind of like they built their own like survival game and I was like this is really weird also you could tell English was not their first language (laughs) when they wrote all the all the rules and stuff and I was like this is really clunky in a way that's kind of weird it was like it was like do you remember like playing like Warcraft 3 or like um, StarCraft uh, custom maps. Yeah, no, I know you're talking about UGC, which is, I mean, I played a lot of it in Fortnite, oh. so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just user-generated content, right? But this is my first experience yeah. of playing one which was like a completely different game mode, and not just like, oh, here's a map where you can do 1v1s in Fortnite. You know, oh, whatever. god, no, there's there's loads of like random UGC in um, in Fortnite. It's, yeah, it's some of it is completely completely different to what Fortnite is. Yeah, like in everywhere. There's like a driving simulator and stuff as well. There's there's all kinds of stuff going on in there. Yeah, I, this was the first one that kind of changed the logic from like what I would expect from Fortnite, which is I thought why it was interesting. I was like, huh. It wasn't like because like, you know you see other things in Fortnite, which is like, oh here's like a parkour map or like a driving map or like a fighting map or whatever. But it's all things you normally just do in the normal like whatever battle royale game mode, right? Whereas yeah. this is like something completely different. I know they have the Among Us game mode as well, which is which was weird. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The, see, I thought that was going to be bigger than it was, but it's not. It's not landed very well, apparently. So no, but I we think... played that quite a bit, and I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I've never. I've only ever seen people arguing with kids in the voting phase. I've never actually seen what the actual gameplay is. Oh, it's it's very similar to what Among Us actually is. Like it's it's not dissimilar at all. Okay, right. So you just go around and you just like do mini games on yeah if I, if I remember rightly though, there was a thing last year there was like a lawsuit or something last yes. year yes yeah so did, i yeah. don't know it went super quiet i mean loads of people stopped talking about it so i guess something didn't happen yeah and then okay yeah i guess apart from that i've just been what's it keeping up with last of us and almost finished the wire and uh nice oh, so it's coming down to the wire then yeah it is, it is definitely coming down to the wire fifth season <laughs> eh, it's just kind of like not great just waiting for it to finish. I can see why they probably ended it, but like they probably just went like, "Oh, we need to write one more season to kind of just like finish it out." But yeah. um, get there, <laughs> yeah, to get there basically. Um, but yeah, it's okay. Uh, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've been playing. But I think those are the main ones. Um, 
Well, I think we both had like very specific gaming focuses this past few weeks because I'm still doing like a bit of climbing here and there, and I'm still I'm doing swimming now as well. Oh, nice! Um, yeah. So I'm trying not to spend all every waking minute pressing buttons to music. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it is very much a dopamine rush constantly. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, I've 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 been playing a little bit of. Do you hear about a game called Grounded? The Xbox. Yes. Uh, is that the one where it's like it's like only showing the kids? Yes. Yeah. I, I've had yeah. one session of that. I'm going to be playing another session today. Um, yeah, it seems it's, okay. <laughs> it's fine. It gets really complicated and kind of like yeah. it, it, once you get to spiders and stuff, you're just like, uh, this is just annoying now. It kind like, of just like we spawned in. To be fair, I, it was mostly a backdrop just to chat with a friend. But that's like, what it is. That's all the game is. <laughs> yeah, and then it just kind of just like gave us a hundred million bits of UI, and I was like, Jesus Christ! What? Yeah, it's it's a really janky experience. It kind of reminds me of like early Ark. Yeah, um, yeah. Like it's just janky, and you kind of you, you play it, and you're like, this is fun, I guess. Yeah. Think is it fun? And if you if you're asking that about a game, it's probably not fun. Exactly. It's the like, answer. I would rather play Valheim. Yeah, well, I'd rather, exactly. That's I. I thought exactly the same thing when I was playing it. I was like, "We're already playing Valheim. Why are we playing this?" Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. But Valheim's not out on Xbox yet. It's well, apparently it's March fourteenth. So yeah, I, to be honest, I thought it was out, but I, I didn't look when it did get announced. So I've not really followed that. Yeah, I but, think it was, so. It's not out. Yeah, it's probably th- not. It's not out yet. I think it's March fourteenth. But yeah, so maybe I'll play Valheim then. That'd be fun. Yeah, but um, it's a good game. Yeah, I guess we can just go straight into our um, what's it? Yeah, uh, some, so we got some, some points here. Some very strange things going on in gaming this week. Like a lot of agreements being made. Mm. Um, starting, up, I mean, you, I mean, obviously you're you're the host this week. I'm just here so being the good boy. The Nintendo, <laughs> you're always a good boy. Clark. I'm a good boy. Uh, so the Nintendo Microsoft stuff is this to do with Call of Duty? Yeah. Yes. That that micro. Uh, what was it? Activision and well. I'm assuming this is dependent on if the Activision merger goes through. No, this is... So I'll read the statement from Microsoft. It's a it's a very short statement. Uh, We've now signed a binding 10-year contract to bring Xbox games to Nintendo gamers. This is just part of our commitment to bring Xbox games and Activision titles like Call of Duty to more players on more platforms. Uh, and this is followed by an official statement, which is like a boilerplate statement that says Microsoft and Nintendo have now negotiated a sign and binding 10-year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox with full feature and content parity so they can experience Call of Duty just as Xbox and PlayStation gamers enjoy Call of Duty. We're committed to providing long-term equal access to Call of Duty to, I've said Call of Duty a lot here, Mm -hmm. to other gaming platforms bringing more choice to more players and more competition to the gaming market. It's it's done. It's a done deal. Yeah, which is very cool. Uh, As a developer, I'm screaming. Why? Internally. Um, Why? Call of Duty will work on the Switch. <laughs> it will not. <laughs> it will not. <laughs> it will absolutely <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> yeah. like. Uh, so it's clearly going to be cloud gaming. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. That's or they I'm could assuming. be... I mean, the thing is, I thought initially it was going to be the mobile game, but they've said um, cross-play with all the games, so... The only way they could do that is cross-play. As cloud in, like... is... It's going to be cloud gaming, yeah, cloud but gaming. I wonder if instead they release like heavily downgraded versions of Call of Duty because the games are stunning, like they're, they're beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like it's not as if Activision don't have the budget to maintain those teams and stuff like that, but because... well, they keep firing all those people, so they've got lots of money kicking around. Uh, but you know, but like Warzone Two is like fucking two hundred gig, man. 
It's mental. <laughs> like, like, it's actually mental. Like, how are they going to fit that on the Switch? But also, so so the other part of this is, obviously, it's not going to work well on Switch because we've already tried that with Kingdom Hearts. And Have you played the cloud version? No. I haven't played Ugh. any of the, any cloud games on Switch. They're, they're just awful. They yeah, don't work. I'm not it just doesn't work. So on on the side of this as well, is this also a, a middle finger to Sony to say like you've been whining about our Activision merger for so long because we're not allowing people to play Call of Duty? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I mean they absolutely are. Yeah, I um, think. I mean the merger the merger will go through eventually. So a lot of analysts are now saying it's unlikely, and I'm still confident. I would like it to go through because I just want to get Diablo Four. I don't want to pay for it. That's 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 all I care about. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Also. We had this conversation the other day with some colleagues, and um, I have a very particular hatred towards Bobby Kotick. I don't like the guy. I don't like what he's done. I don't like what he's done to the industry. He's he's a toxic entity in the industry. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, yeah, but if this merger goes through, he'll make a ton of money. I'm, I'm like, he is going to make a ton of money anyway. Yeah. I would rather him make a ton of money and get out of the fucking industry yeah. than make a ton of money and remain. Because yeah. if we can get rid of him, there's a chance... That Microsoft will let Blizzard go back to being like their own thing again. Mm-hmm. Whereas at the moment, Blizzard is very much beating to the drum of Candy Crush Saga, which yes. is—I mean, we both know we, that game. We, we know, we know. Yeah, that we have some interaction there. But it's—it's yes. it's, to me, the outcome of the merger is far better than the outcome of the merger not going through. Mm. If you disagree, please tell me because I know I have a personal opinion on this. Like, uh, I do not. I don't really have that strong of an opinion on it. I think I need to read up some more about, like... Because, obviously, you know, Activision and Microsoft merging... Well, Microsoft absorbing Activision is probably not good for, like, Monopoly stuff. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like, eh. But no one cares that all of these companies are also owned by, like, Tencent. Yeah. No one cared about that. I'm a bit like, yeah, but it's more blatant, I guess, because it's a Western company, so it's in your face. Plus, another statement was released by Kotick saying that um, if the merger doesn't go through, he'll remain in charge of Activision. Which suggests if the merger does go through, he won't. Yes. So this is 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 all the strategies they're doing, right? Where they're trying Hmm. to be like, oh no, now gamers will be like, if we let them merge, then we get rid of Kotick. Yeah, and I hope so. I want to get rid of him. Exactly. Like, I think there's a lot of interesting plays going on here. Ultimately, I don't think it affects that much, in my opinion. Um, like, it does for now. It, it, it will it probably has... it will probably affect things in like ten in years, five ten years time. Yeah, yeah. in like five ten years where... time. But in the short term, it's like no. But yeah, that, to... that'll be where Microsoft just go. Haha, now we're taking Call of Duty away from Sony. The rug <laughs> has been pulled. <laughs> We've tricked you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They like pull the mask off Microsoft, and it turns out it was uh, Microsoft all along. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that one. Um, but yeah, so there's that one, and then um, obviously there's the next part, which is the next news story. In fact, which is the Nvidia agreement as well. So I haven't Did heard about this it? one. What's this? Uh, so they've so Microsoft announced. Um, I think it was today actually. This happened um, that they're going to have a ten-year partnership to bring Xbox PC games to NVIDIA GeForce Now. So all of the Xbox PC games on Xbox Cloud will also be on GeForce Now. Okay, and that's it. Like, I think that's a good thing. That's pretty good. That's supporting another streaming platform. I I think this might have been in flight for for um, Stadia. 
before obviously Stadia shut down. Yes. And I think Nvidia probably picked up the pieces on this one and gone, oh, this is quite lucrative. We can partner with Xbox. Yeah. Because Xbox are really positioning themselves to be the dominant force in the gaming industry. That's what they're doing. I think so. Uh, sorry, yeah. Microsoft are doing that. Not Xbox, but Xbox obviously is part of Microsoft. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is actually starting immediately. So um, the, the, the actual access to the games is not starting immediately, but the, the agreement was, was signed today. Mm. So it's happening. It's ha- happening now. And again, that's a really cool thing. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's, Microsoft. I like uh, it. I mean, like, I still find it crazy to think about where it's like a few years ago, everyone was like, "Well, Microsoft are just dead," and like Sony, are, <laughs> Sony, struggling. Sony, and PlayStation are the one. You know, they, they were going to be the only one in gaming. Like, there was no point having an Xbox. Yeah. Remember, Xbox One was the Wii U of the Xbox. Yes, it was. Everyone right. was like, "Xbox One, who?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Xbox what? Xbox what? <laughs> yeah. But but, but yeah, they, they have a really weak. But the the, the thing is, um, going back to the console wars of the nineties, there was always one bigger and one smaller of the three. True. And one sitting in the middle, which is Nintendo just sitting in the background eating glue. Um, well, it's I mean, because Ninte- e- Nintendo are eating glue, but they also are eating that gold plated diamond encrusted I mean, glue. <laughs> they, they are they are making billions. It's but like... they just come across as this idiot company that doesn't know what it's doing, but clearly it does because it's making billions. Well, yeah, it's because they know it's because they have the safety net of like they know they can fart out a Pokemon game and it'll like just print money. Even a terrible Pokemon game. Exactly. That's what mm. emphasis the word fart. Oh, also that, that's a good <laughs> reference. Um, they've also launched an apology, an official apology for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and mentioned the game is being patched. And this is the first time wow. a Pokemon game has received a major. Um, like rehaul patch. That's crazy. The, yeah, so it's coming and it's coming soon. It's coming at the end of February. Shit. And Nintendo there's a lot of bug fixes up. in the patch. Oh shit. The thing is as well is it. they are Nintendo switching it. Yes, they're well yeah. done. Very good. Um, <laughs> didn't even realize I, was... I didn't realize you'd done that, did you? <laughs> no, but this this is the first time when Nintendo have admitted that one of the products they've launched is below par. Yeah. Because it is definitely below the quality quality oh, bar. Hundred percent. So it's, and and you should see the patch notes. My God, I've never seen so many bug fixes. I mean, the and fa- it's bugs that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the fact that Nintendo even be giving patch notes for Pokemon. Well, games. well, to be fair, the patch notes are quite vague. Yeah, but people have obviously worked out what they refer to, and you know, here's what's actually happening and what's being fixed, and it's interesting. But way too late because the game's been out for what four or five months now, maybe yeah. longer. Yeah, I mean, I just don't care. I don't care anymore. I'm done with Paldea. Um, but there's also there's a Pokemon Direct coming up next week, um, which I think they're going to announce DLC for. Probably. So yeah. I think it's it, it lines up with the cadence of the the last time um, the Sword and Shield came out, and uh, they announced the DLC around this time at the same time. In in the, I'm just looking at the the timeline, mm. and the timeline is about the same. So mm. that'd be interesting. I mean, I'll play DLC for that game, but. Mm. There's other games out there, like Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, so I have yeah. not played this game at all, but I've just been hearing the discourse around it. Um, yeah. That's all I know. I mean, from what I know, the game is like, it's alright. <laughs> so it's really it's good. Like, it's yeah. actually really good. I, yeah. And I do, so there's this, there's obviously the discourse with the transphobia stuff, which I'm fully in support of. Not of transphobia, I'm in support <laughs> of the... Hatred towards transphobes. Um, yes. That's a weird sentence. Um, which I get. J.K. Rowling is a transphobe. It's. It's. I, I don't. I don't think you need to go back and forth on that. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Like. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game itself is really well made. It's very good. It's enjoyable. Like the 
the graphics are beautiful the music is some of the music is from the movie so it's all very like um it plays on your nostalgia and the way that they've built the world is very much the world that you had in your head while you're reading the books mm. which is very clever how they've done that and like i've never walked around hogwarts before but i know my way around this castle yeah which is weird because i shouldn't know my way around it but i just do because what they've obviously done is they've read the books and gone this place should be here and this place should be there and blah 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 oh, and it's all in the right place so it's it's good it's it's not going to be game of the year but it's it's i'm enjoying it and I, i'm kind of sad that i'm enjoying it because i wanted to hate it um <laughs> but you like games done quick don't you I do love Games Done Quick. You do like Games Done Quick. They've just officially announced that they are banning any Harry Potter games or any port key games from their uh, from their competitions. Interesting. Announced it today, like an hour before the podcast. So that that was the news I was talking about with... Um, that's why I mentioned Hogwarts Legacy, actually, because I think this is a, yeah. a positive thing, obviously because of the transphobic behaviour. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it's good. And there's only a few other games, and the, the other games on that list are terrible. Yeah. So this, there's this like triple A mega title, and there's all these like really horrible, like offensive, you know, games like um, what was that? It was a game where you you play as a serial killer and you just go around killing people because you want to. What? It was it was it was the worst. Don't look it up. It was it was a terrible game. It was called like Rage or Thought or something like that, and it was it, the developers were like Nazis as well. It was just the it was the worst thing ever. Cool. The whole thing around it was terrible, sorry, but you know th- that's not allowed at GDC. So yeah, uh, GDQ. Sorry, games done quick. Mm. <coughs> so there you go. Yeah, but I would I would say if you can get a pirate copy of Hogwarts Legacy or you can steal it from the shop, um, go and commit robbery. It's it's worth <laughs> it. It's worth it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, um, I'm I'm still piecing together the disc. Like obviously, J.K. Rowling being a transphobe is obviously not great. And her donating to all these transphobic, um, what's it, uh, charities and stuff, equivalently, not great. Do I think, like, you know, there's like a line here, right? as in like, there's some kind of thing here. But also like bullying people who are buying and playing the game and having like innocent fun with it, also probably not so great. So like, I don't know. I'm being I'm being the dumb centrist as usual, uh, where I'm just kind of like assessing and thinking about what where things which are. is fair like, yeah. and i'm not judging anyone for taking any stance against this game mm. like you are absolutely within your rights to take a stance if you want to uh the only weird cringy part is that some of the more militant angry people against it are picking out some really weird parts of the game to rip into to try and viralize like oh couldn't you know like how um yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, the Assassin's Creed eyes thing that was floating around, it became a viral thing because the, 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 the bugs were so terrible in that game. Yes. People are trying to do that with Hogwarts Legacy, and it's not really working. Yeah. And it's like, you're picking the wrong thing to try and there's... burn down here, because yeah. all you're doing is advertising the game. Yeah, there's just a lot of weird decisions being made by a boat by everyone on both sides <laughs> on both, on both sides, sides. Yeah, yeah. you know like equivalently you know there are the people who are like i'm gonna stick it to the trans agenda and buy 10 copies of hogwarts legacy and it's, it's like it's what? just nonsense <laughs> what like it's, it's, it's all it's, it's it's a lot of nonsense with some very fair points on top of it yeah yeah like, like obviously there is something here because there wouldn't be this much shit going on around it right and then <sighs> I, I still, you know, I'm still piecing it together. I, there's a lot of really good YouTube documentaries on, like, from the sort of why you should boycott the game side, which I think yeah. are very, like, 
obviously been well thought out, if not also heavily biased, which is also fair because they're naturally going to be emotionally charged. Right? Of course, yeah. But like, you know, there is also an element here of being like, well, do you then go and you know, you can tell people being like, ah, maybe you shouldn't buy the game, but then if they buy the game and play and go, I liked it, do you then go like, well, now you're supporting transphobia? It's like, I don't think yeah, so that's true. <laughs> I landed in a situation last week where I'm part of a community, uh, an online, well, an online and an in-person community of, of gay people in London. I'm not going to give the name of it because I'm going to say something quite negative about it. No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> but they've banned any discussion at all around um, Hogwarts Legacy. And they've said that if you don't agree with this point, you can leave the group. And I'm like, well, I'm not really going to have an argument. I, I don't have a, a, a horse in that race. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just here to make friends with people and play video games. I really don't care about your nonsense. Like, this is nonsense to me. But I also want to support transgender people. So I have to kind of shut up a little bit about that one. But we were in a conversation uh, online. In fact, I was playing the app rhythm and I was in a group chat with a couple of people who were playing Smash Brothers and we were just chatting away. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, um, I did do the thing. I, I bought, I, I didn't, I didn't say I bought, sorry, I got hold of the game that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. And one guy just said, well, that's perfectly fine. You just have to accept that you are now a transphobe because you're playing that game. And I was like, and I responded with, I'm not going to have this conversation because it sounds very one-sided and I don't yeah. really think I'm going to gain anything from this argument. He's like, yes, but you now just have to accept that you're a transfer because you're playing that game. I was like, again, not having this conversation. And he, he just kept going harder and harder to the point where I was like, you've become so drowned in that Kool-Aid that you're not listening to what you're saying. Yeah. You're suggesting that someone who is playing a video game also follows the political opinions of people not involved with that video game. Mm. And that that's where I was like, this is... It's weird. Exactly. Like it's a it's a weird space, and you're not you're not allowing the actual issue to come through because you're just shouting louder than I am. Yeah. Which doesn't work to me. If someone starts doing that to me, I've silenced them. It, you know, in my head. Well, it's not a discussion. Right? No, it's just someone yelling, and I'm like, okay, when you're done yelling, we'll carry on talking. Until then, have you have you seen the the Black Mirror episode where they can mute people? They yes. can like block people. Yeah. That's what I do to people. <laughs> as soon as they start getting all uppity, and they just go, yeah. until they stop. Mm-hmm. And, and and I know people don't like it when I do that to them because it really pisses them off. But I kind of enjoy it because of that. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, get more wound up. Generally, the people who are doing that are trying to push their agenda, like push yeah something without having a real wanting to have a real discussion with it, right? Yeah, it's like, and at that point, it's just kind of like, well, if you don't want to talk about it, then I guess cool <laughs> like i, yeah. I, I but don't, that, that, that's that's how i get me. my mind changed so yeah. if you want to change my mind you talk to me and have a discussion with me mm. you don't yell at me and treat me like an idiot yeah because well, i will not listen to you well, that's not how you change anyone's mind no that doesn't work but that's the problem is is i think around this game specifically there is an awful lot of very valid points but there is a lot more people just yelling loudly and not really understanding the point they're trying to make yeah that bothers me because they could have some impact here if they stop being so hateful towards each other. Mm-hmm. Because that's the problem is it's it's the community. Because there's also I know transgender people that are playing this game. Yeah. And are they transphobes? Because that seems that sounds like a weird statement to make. Yeah. Um. And it, it's one of those things where I'm like, you clearly can't see the outcome of what you're saying because you're just saying it so loud that you're deafening yourself yeah. to your own point. And I get it. Like you know. Boycott the game, whatever, do whatever you want to do, but at least have a reason to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, that's the, I mean, that's my stance on it. Yeah, I think I think it's the whole thing of like when you're trying to push your like, you know, obviously you can talk to people about it, 
right? But then when you're trying to force people to be like, no, 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 no. but then you're like, you, you buy the game and you're trying. Well, I, you know what? To be fair, I don't know. I need to think about it more because it's like, sure, people can say like, whatever. You, it's your decision as a human, right? If you see someone who buys Hogwarts Legacy and then you go, oh, that person's transphobic, like, that's your decision to make that decision. That's your you're well within your right to come to that. You can have that opinion. Yeah, you can have that opinion. That's the main it doesn't thing. Doesn't mean it's that right. Opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but likewise, people are also valid in being like, okay, <laughs> just kind of like, yeah. Well, like, I don't. But you know, obviously, they're like, I'm not a transphobe. I just like. And neither this am game. I. Like, or like, like <laughs> Harry Potter, right? You know, like. Yeah. But. I don't know. Well, this, anyway. this is the thing: is is I'm I'm not the definition at all of a transphobe. I've just said some things occasionally where people go, "That's transphobic," and I'm like, "Tell me why that's transphobic. Educate me. Help me learn." Yeah. Because I'm probably saying it without real. Like, I mean, one example I I give to people a lot is when I was in France. When I, I I'm not going to say what it actually was because it's a bit racist. But um, when I grew up in a in a very small, close-minded town. If we wanted to go to a Chinese restaurant, we would give it a very specific name. I'm not going to say the name because it's offensive. Mm -hmm. But I was using that word for years without ever realizing that it was racist because no one has ever... I've never been exposed no to a situation where someone goes, well, someone's never gone, what the hell did you just say? Until I said it in France and someone went, what? Yeah. And I was like, what's up with you? Like, you don't want to go? And, and it was like, no, what did you just say? And I, was, I said it again and they were like... You can't say that, and, I, and they explained why, and I was like, "Oh, I've never really thought about it because it's just in my vocabulary." Yes, and that's that's a situation where someone took a, a, a half second of their day to say, "Hang on a minute, here's why something you're doing might be not right." And I've gone, "Fair point. I've learned. I won't do that again." And I didn't do it again. Yeah, and, had... and that's that's how you have those discussions. Like, mm -hmm. definitely, it's, that that's what works for me. But but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm standing on a soapbox that I shouldn't be standing on. Yeah, I mean, we could we oh. could talk a lot about. I mean, I would have to unpack a lot of things, I think, to get to yeah. the core of, like, what is going on with Hogwarts Legacy, but I guess we should just move on for now. Let's I think, move on. I think, I, think, I think it would take a bit, it would be a big discussion. And also, I'm also I am... Well, I'm hungry as well. Yeah. I, <laughs> also, <laughs> I am not uh, in any of these kind of communities, so it's just kind of like, you know, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, nor am I someone who is affected by the transphobia. Of course, of course. and I, so I'm not like, transgender. You know, yeah, and I'm somewhat low tier Harry Potter fan. Yeah, but I could take it or leave it. Like the whole thing, I yeah. could take or leave. But the one thing out of the whole thing is, I would like to support transgender people because they are at risk. Of course, right. Yeah. Which is fine, but at the same time, I do get to choose. I mean, I watched American Beauty uh, last night or the night no, the night before. It's my favorite movie of all time, even though it's got a shitty, horrible actor Kevin Spacey in it, mm -hmm. who is a really problematic person. I still love that movie. Yeah. It doesn't change. I mean, my opinion changes of the movie, but it doesn't change how I feel about it. Mm. Right? Oh, mm. No, it does change how I feel about it. Sorry, but it doesn't change my opinion of it being the best movie. Yeah. But anyway, let's move on. So let's talk about the Tetris movie. <laughs> right. So I got an ad for. Okay. So this is a very, very big tonal switch. Um. So I got an ad for the Tetris movie because it was they were advertising it for Apple Plus, right? Or Apple yep, TV. That's, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like. What the fuck? Why would you make a film about... I mean, I love Tetris, right? But I was like, why the fuck would you we make a do. film about Tetris? So then I watched the trailer, and I was like, okay, yeah, it's like fun, cool, Tetris, whatever, like video gamey, bit bit campy time, you know, whatever, like, you know, cheesy, the first half. And then just suddenly goes into, like, the weird, like, oh, now he's, like, running away from people with guns and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> what? And then, but then, 
I got recommended a, a video on YouTube from that. I know, video. I, I know where you're going. Yeah, which was this. like it was like the hour-long documentary, which is like the history of tech, like the. Story oh no, no, no! I didn't, I didn't think you were going there. Oh, okay. It's probably way funnier. Okay. Um, there's a college humor video from like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen yeah, yeah. years ago or something. It's Tetris, Tetris the movie, yeah. and I thought that no, not the Tetris God. That's the Lion okay. piece, which Lion I love. Piece. It's another video where it's a trailer for the Tetris movie, and it's like. People fighting in ship shaped like Tetris box, but like really serious. It's like, <laughs> like someone's dying in, and they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it! We were about to complete the line as well." It's yeah. like it's it's. I thought it was going to be that, but I didn't expect it to be a documentary about the life of the person that created Tetris. Well, it was a documentary about like yeah, like the history of how they Te stole it. Yeah, why it's it. Yeah, but well, this is it. Did they steal it or not? Because, uh, there you go. Uh, I have to watch the movie to find out. Well, yeah. But but <laughs> yeah. the the documentary was fast. It's by a channel. I think it's called it's like incredible. Gaming Historian or something. Oh, we, we've um, seen the same documentary. Like I've seen that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I find that I find the whole thing about Tetris fascinating. Yeah, it's fascinating, and also yeah. like it's a this whole you know all the history of it being like this thing that was happening at the end of the Cold War era. Yeah. yeah. So there was this mysticism around like this is the gate. Like obviously they marketed it. As like mm. this is the Russian, this is the the Soviet puzzle game. Can you beat the you know is from behind the Iron Curtain? Here is some yeah, software, yeah. and you know also as a as a, you know as a software developer myself, and also well I guess more specifically a game developer myself, like hearing the history of like how the game kind of like came to be and how it spread around and kind of like the shareware era of like you know early internet of like how things were just like shared around and stuff like that and i find it absolutely fascinating it's, it's that whole period of video games in itself is fascinating it's so cool man just, i mean i remember trying to describe to my nephew how we used to like get into video games that we weren't allowed to play yeah <laughs> but you remember like classic copy protection oh yeah yeah yeah. like, like uh, piracy wheels yeah, the, the wheel, code wheels the code wheels. i mean that is just nonsense now like the, the, the concept <laughs> just doesn't work but back then it was it made sense because we didn't have photocopies, we didn't have phones and stuff, so no. that couldn't be replicated. And there was also the whole thing of like the game would ask you a question, like what is the fifth word on the fourth line of page seven of the instruction? Yeah, of the instruction manual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. And like, would... that was clever. Like, but uh, I don't know. I just find all that stuff. And also the other part about Tetris is, you know, the game Tetris Effect. Yes, I'm sure you know this, by the way, but there is an actual thing called the Tetris effect, which is where yes. you see lines and blocks and stuff when you shut your eyes after you playing the, the game for too long. Yeah, I'm getting that at the moment with the at rhythm, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually getting the effect. Like... <laughs> it's the worst rhythm bar effect. Exactly, rhythmia. I've got rhythmia. I've got, rhythmia, I've got, rhythmia, yeah. I've got rhythmia, which is yeah. the at rhythm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to. I'm actually going to watch it. I do not have Apple TV, <clears throat> but I would love to watch it. I don't know. Oh, I don't have Apple TV it. either, but I'm, I've got my ways. I'll find. Yeah, I'll find a way to watch. <laughs> my next door neighbour has it, and I can see into his living room, so I just asked him to put it on. <laughs> it's <laughs> to be fair, the guy who lives opposite me. Yeah. Uh, I, I live in a high-rise building, and there's a high-rise opposite, and the guy in the building opposite has like a 70-inch TV, and he's playing Fortnite all day. Oh. All day. So every now and again, I just look out the window. And I'm like, oh, is everything good? Like, that's that's great. You should snipe. It him. is good. You should can you snipe him. <laughs> I, I don't think I, 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 I'm not sure I have the skills for that, but it, it is it is cool to. And I look out the window, and I, every now and again he's playing a different game, and I'm like, oh, oh he was playing Octopath Fortnite. the other day. Oh. He was playing Octopath the other day, and I was like, oh, I know that game. So he's a gamer. Who knows? I, I have no interest in getting to know the person. I just like the fact that that exists. Yeah, that's funny. That's cool. But all right, let's stop talking about Tetris. Take us forward. So PSVR two, I honestly. Have not. I've just seen lots of announcements for games that are coming to PSVR two, 
I don't know if it's... Isn't it, like, mega expensive? Yes, it's insane. It's, like, half the price of the console again. Yeah. So the price of the console plus another half of it, it's, like, 600 and something quid. Oh, God. And um, I was listening to the IGN podcast last week, and they were talking about it because Cardi, Simon Cardi, the the, the lead of the podcast, mm. um, has played it. Yes. And he just said it was like a seven-hour climbing sim. It was a what? You know uh, the Horizon Call of the Mountain game? Yeah. It's a full-price AAA title, and it's about seven hours long, and it's just a climbing simulator. Oh, good. He says like there's some set pieces that are really cool in it, but for the most part, you are just arbitrarily climbing up mountains. Yep. Which... I mean, the game is Call of the Mountain, but mm-hmm. it's. He says like there's nothing special there. Um, the other games on offer, there's so few of them that it doesn't really kind of spark any joy. And uh, the, there's already been um, uh, articles coming forward saying that it's not selling anywhere near as well as they wanted it to. It's not being a success, and it's just overall just a completely underwhelming experience because it doesn't do anything better than the previous thing did. No. Which is terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the other thing is that, unfortunately, VR is kind of like... It's, it's not, not It's in the maturity well. phase yeah, already. It's not done it's well. Not good. Yeah. And there's also this whole thing as well where all the previous P- PSVR 1 games aren't compatible with PSVR 2. Ooh, so they're having to fun. recode them. And some companies are doing free updates. Most are charging for them. Mm. And this is just not how you release a product. Yeah, it's not, not great. Not <laughs> great. So yeah, underwhelming at best. That is unfortunate. But you know, I'd say we we skip the next point and we go to the recent Blizzard beating because I'd rather cover that quickly rather than talk about it in but, detail. But I have to know, our game is just built better. Well, you'll find out soon. What do you mean I'll uh, find out soon? We'll find out. <laughs> what does that it's, it's, mean? I'm going somewhere with it, don't worry, it does make sense. <laughs> okay. Um, but let's talk about the Blizzard meeting because uh, this is an interesting one for me, obviously because... Yeah, I mean, there. where yeah. Yeah, and I know who Mike Ibarra is. Um, so, do you do you know anything about this? By the way, no, I'm just quickly skimming through the article you linked. Yeah, so they basically released a statement where it was a one-to-one meeting. Well, it was a one-to-many meeting where Mike Ibarra was talking to everyone in the company, mm. and he's basically told them that working from home is ending, like, and we don't really care that you don't like it. Okay, that and I he heard said about, like, yeah. yeah, so that's that's what I'm talking about. Is they just came across as so, um, like out of touch with their with their with their employees and yes i do know a lot of big companies now are stepping away from working from home because they want people back in the, i want to go back into the office to be honest i i, I kind of miss it uh, and i'm in the office as much as possible but very few other people are but they basically said if you don't like it go somewhere else and they also the the, the big point that stood out to me is they uh, someone asked about um because because they said that this don't don't think that this isn't affecting executives as well. We're also taking a, a drop because that 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 was it. Sorry, I know I know where I'm going now. Uh, they dropped their profit sharing to 56%, I think it is. And we used to get 100% profit sharing when I was there. We used to get a lot of money, like it was nice. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so we did quite well when we were in France. Um, and they basically dropped their profit sharing down to less than half of what it was in the middle of a cost of living crisis. What the fuck? And and they said like executives are also feeling the burn on this one. It's like yeah, but executives aren't on already on minimum wage. Yeah, that what the and fuck? So effectively, people are now going almost below the salary band that they're on because they're not getting the the bonuses they were getting. And they said they said, well, what about places like QA and CS where they're already strapped for cash? And they said we don't see these as long term disciplines. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> You've just basically told an entire workforce that you're going to get rid of them. <laughs> mm. It's so out of touch. 
Yeah, the whole, sorry, I'm coughing a lot. What the? The whole thing is so out of touch. Fuck. Like, and I know who this guy is, and I'm not going to make a personal statement because I have my personal opinions about this whole thing. But I know he's not a good person. He's not a nice person. He's not there to get hugs and love and stuff. He's just there to make money. That's it. Yeah. He was brought in for that reason. Yeah. Like, it's it's so slimy and litigious. Like it's it's awful. Yeah. I just oof. it is pretty bad. Yeah. So there's that and that's kind of upset me this week a little bit because I've still got people there. Yeah, that's pretty shit. Uh I don't know what the fuck. I don't also, know what they thought. I'm what... litigious. I just meant I thought I don't know what don't they know thought what that they like they're achieving by doing that. Like I don't know. Aren't they making like more money than ever? Of course they are. As always. All these massive companies are making massive Profits, and yet they're also making huge job cuts. Oh, all of them are. All these companies are, including Mike. I mean, every company. They're all doing it, so we can't support that. Like, but it's whatever. Mm. But yeah, so that was kind of filth. But we should then move on to the uh, the one that you were asking. So ask me the question. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask you the question. Hold on. I need I need a tonal switch. I'm, I'm like, oof, I'm getting out of it. Back and forth here. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting out of it. Oof. Okay. So, are gamers just built better? No. <laughs> when you when you spend when you when you walk about in your day to day world, okay. do you see see or do things that you think that you're doing that other people around you aren't doing? Yeah. 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 Give me an example. Yeah. I'm not going to go too detailed yet because I want to I want to hear what you think. Give me an example of what you what what you do that other people don't do. Uh, as, as a gamer, I'm saying as a gamer. I'm watching for peak angles for where I could get sniped from. Uh, ah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that, that's where I'm going with this. So, so, it, it, so this is one of those things where I, I was kind of came up with it jokingly, and I, I started thinking about it more, and I got quite into the thought. Mm. Um, and it's the idea that, like, when I'm walking about, so when I'm on the commute in the morning, I, I often walk down the Thames Walk, which is the South Bank. Uh, past the Tate Modern, and, and it's it's a really crowded area. And I'm always watching, like, for shadows behind me, because I know someone's going to be walking yes. behind me. I'm always watching the direction people are walking in. I'm trying to plan my route so I don't walk into people. Yes. I'm looking, I'm listening to the noises. I'm paying attention to everything around me, to the point where I, I would say that I'm kind of hyper-aware. Yes. And I know that I've gotten those skills from playing video games. Yes. I know they've come from that because those are the things you get rewarded for. Like in Metal Gear Solid, what is in Metal Gear Solid One, what's one of the first mechanics that you come across? Well, yeah, it's like vision cones, right? <laughs> vision cones and checking for guard shadows. Mm -hmm. And I do that all the time. And I don't do it because I'm not sitting there going, haha, I'm like a solid snake. I'm, I'm not no. doing that. I'm just doing it because it's a good way to be. Like it's a good way to operate. I. I think there are definitely skills that you like perception things from video yeah. games that you can definitely pick up, or even I mean, I could I could, again I could talk an entire podcast about this kind of things. But so as, this is what the question is about, by the way. This uh, is why I'm asking this question. As I've gotten older, I think I'm more along the lines of I think, and also more because like you know picking up uh, different hobbies and stuff like that. Like you know, I'm very into climbing now, right? It's like yeah, I can I can see the parallels. Between like, oh, how if I didn't have gaming, but I had climbing, how I would still get to the same spot, 
if you get what I mean. Yeah. I think definitely there are things that go hand in hand, and obviously it's hard for me to really tell because I grew up on video games, right? So, well, so that's where I'm getting at. I'm, that's what I'm getting at. I'm trying to remove the biased viewpoint, which is that I think you can gain some of the... Obviously, there are different things that you could do in your life to gain, to gain some of these perception abilities of that. But yeah. I do think that video games help a lot in a lot of those things and also very much affected me in the way that i think about things uh, a lot of the time especially playing fighting games specifically playing fighting Ooh, games yeah, it's weird isn't it yeah playing fighting games changed my perception on how to think around reacting to other people yeah like from a fundamental standpoint <laughs> Which is that... really weird to think about. No, it's yes. not. So, so this is why I'm thinking. Like, say if you took a hundred children, yeah, and of those hundred children, five of them were massive gamers, and ninety-five of them never had an interaction with a video game in their life, but they still grew up with everything else. They just didn't have video games. Would those kids grow up with additional skills or like more awareness of their surroundings and stuff compared to the ones that didn't have the video games when they were growing up? That's what I got thinking about. I think yes, but I think the kids who didn't play video games could have could be doing other things which give them other skills, right? As in like I think it does ba- I don't think there's a thing of being like I think it's It's it, just video games. It's just it's, being I think it's yeah. just being careful of being like gaming makes you better than X. Right, yeah. I think that that's Which that's the question. thing that I'm that like okay I've managed to verbalize what I've been thinking about right or like which is that it's not we can't go down the route of gamers are just better right well, I we don't can. think we that's can. true let's just let's just let it in. I don't it in. think that's necessarily a a good train of thought to no, go down. <laughs> But that's how I ended However, up with that thought after a day of going, oh, I've avoided everyone on the commute. <laughs> I must be a better person. However, <laughs> however, I do be pretty sick at decision making. <laughs> I do be pretty yes. sick at strategizing, though. So, so to that's where I'm trying. That, that's where I'm trying to focus. <laughs> is that while I don't think I'm better than other people, because I mean there are some things that I do think I'm better at than other people. I just don't think I'm better than other people. Yeah. yeah what yeah. I'm actually saying is, is some of these skills I got, I can't see other people employing those same skills, and it's probably because they don't play video games. Mm. Like the, the idea of being very spatially aware is definitely something that comes from gaming. Yes, but spatial awareness is like bread and butter of any video game. Well, I think that is true, right? But I think like you know. Spatial awareness is something that you can. Uh, well, I'm fucking strawmanning you. I'm sorry. I want to have this discussion. As in, like, like, I think spatial awareness is something that you can get from, like, sport, for example, or many other things, oh, right? Playing football. I think, like, point. I think, like, you know, for example, playing, like, and, I mean, you could argue that that's playing a game. You know, sport is a game. So, therefore, it's all kind of tied and related of, like, this heightened awareness, right? But I think um, video games do. A, depending and it also depends on the games that you play and how you engage with games right but obviously that's with any media right any kind of media is essentially going to train your brain to work to give you skills or work towards something that that media kind of helps with right so for example um even just like the basic thing of like oh i'm gonna sit down and play like starcraft throughout my childhood suddenly it's like oh i can touch type I like because it's like oh, while playing StarCraft, I need to know, I need to play very quickly, and I need to know where like all the hotkeys for all the buildings. Yeah, because you're APM. Yeah, exactly. Right for your APM, and suddenly it's like oh, I can touch type. 
I can only touch type because I played StarCraft Root War, you know, in that sense. Right? No, so it's like, not really what I'm... Not, not, not what only, I'm sorry, not only because I played StarCraft Root War, but I learned how to touch type because of this. Yes, right? so, so I'm yeah. saying more of, do you think those skills got accentuated because of gaming? Not, not you didn't gain the skills from gaming. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. gain the ability to look at shadows because of gaming, but it, I it, it, but you, honed that skill. You, I, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I guess so in that situation, hmm. yeah. Like, I think, yes... I think in that sense, but I think that it is also not unique to video games. I think that like anything can do that, right? Like for example, no. When you said about sport, that that made me think. Oh yeah, oh, sport, I didn't think yeah. of that. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Like from climbing, for example. Like climbing. This is the other stupid thing: is that doing a lot of climbing has influenced how I view video games. So <laughs> our like, climbers like... built better. <laughs> Well, well, you know, I mean, now you, now, yes, we now, we're, now we're getting on the physical aspect, and you know, I don't know, man, gamers are not doing so good in that department. Well, actually, these days, no. actually these days, we're. I don't know. After we fit came out, everyone's hench yeah. now. That's what I mean. You know, yeah. we we're, we now now we're in that space. No, but, but, but um, I mean, you, you do see where I'm going with yes. this, though. Is like, has gaming? You know how gaming used to have a massive negative connotation yes. that I'd go out and kill people and do fireballs and stuff no. because it was happening in three. No, yeah. that that was the idea from a lot of parents in the nineties. Yes, yes, that yes. Playing a video game turned me into a terrible person, and I've taken it the other way and gone like, what has video gaming done to turn me into a good person? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, it's given me conversational skills, I think, as well. Like, like my, I think my personal skills are, are pretty good. Yeah. Like, I know how to hold a conversation, I can interact with people, I know how to be patient with people as well. And that also comes from having conversations in video games where you interact, you have to wait for the response, you have to read the response, and then think about the response. Yes, I think... So I think that translates, sorry. It, it def- no, no, it definitely affects, right? As in, And I agree with you in that regard, that playing video games and doing these things... Um... Give you like, and it's also it's, it's also fun to think about, right? Like it's really stupid and fun to think about. Like when I'm walking down the street, as much as I'm looking at edges, being like, I can climb that. I'm also like, you know, looking at windows or looking at peak angles, being like, oh yeah, if I had my crosshair at this point on the wall, and you know, that means that I would be covered if someone walked around the wall and tried to peek me. You know, kind of thing. Well, it's, or being a, like, it's, a, it's a thought exercise, isn't it? Yeah, or like, being like, oh man, I'm increasing, I'm, I'm, I can do the maths on like how to optimize my shopping cart inventory space because I played a lot of Tetris. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like fun well, to it's, think it's, about. That. It's one of those but... things that I don't often play pool. Like yes. it's, it's a game that just I never really play. But when I do play it, I'm very good at it. Yeah. Right. Like, and I think that's just because the view of angles and stuff, it's something I do in my day-to-day when I'm gaming. Like, I'm yeah. always looking at, like, if I fire this fireball, if I shoot this gun, it's going to bounce off that thing and hit that and then yes. hit that target over there. And that's essentially what pool is. Yes, exactly. So, the yeah, skills a skill are I've accidentally honed. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, skills yeah. are transferable. And, and it's because this is the other fun thing of doing, which is also a computer science thing. Uh, it's called abstraction, which is, like, you take something that you're doing, Right. So, for example, in your case, you're playing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, rhythm. Uh, <laughs> let's go with the, let's go with the bouncing the the bouncing thing. Like, what game were you playing? Okay, let's say you're playing Pong, right? And you know, the, okay. you notice how the angle, how the ball bounces on the walls and stuff like yeah. that, right? Like, so you could say, "Oh, I'm good at Pong because I've played a lot of Pong, and I'm good at Pong." What does that mean? That means that you're good at predicting where the ball is going to be so that you can re- react to your opponent. Okay, then abstract. So abstraction is breaking something down into like the fundamentals. So it's like, mm. okay, cool. You can you can predict where the ball is going to be. That means that you have the ability to like predict physics in general. Like if you see a yeah. pattern of something moving, you can tell where it's going to go, or you can estimate where it's going to go. Cool. Yeah. 
that skill is so fundamental that you can probably apply it to lots of other things, right? And you just have to find the pathways to use yeah. that skill. It's all, you it's... could start heading towards being a geometrist from that, like you could because exactly you understand geometry. It's, yeah. it's, it's an it's an opening point. Like it's a obviously you're not a pro. Yeah, but but you're going into also there's another thing as well is I quite naturally learn other languages quite quickly. Mm. And I do honestly believe that's come from like having secondary and tertiary languages in movies and, and games and stuff. Yeah. Where you spend a lot of time in games trying to decipher or work out what's... I mean, Final Fantasy X is a really perfect example. Half of that game is in a different language. Yeah. It's in the Elbed language and you unlock the language as you play the game. Like you're literally learning a fucking language as you play the game. Mm-hmm. And, and that skill... Has been practiced over and over again, which is the ability to learn a language. Yeah. And I didn't realize at all that at the time when I was playing it, that's what I was doing. Hmm. And it's now, cool. like when I was trying to learn French, I picked it up pretty quickly. It's cool, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, um, yeah. You know, like one thing I like thinking about a lot is uh, in video games because I'm a fucking nerd. Uh, I well, like okay. thinking about uh, optimization, right? <clears throat> How do you optimize things? How do you make sure you do the most in the smallest amount of time that you have, right? So, for example, it's all to do with, like, overlap, and it's, like, the phrase overlapping actions, which I like, right? Mm. Which is, like, how much can you, how many things can you, like, parallelize? So, for example, I got that from video games where I was like, okay, if I'm playing Factorio, how many things can I have going at the same time and therefore increasing my production, right, of these things. But now you can apply that to your real life, right? You're like, okay, I got 30 minutes. How many things can I get? How many chores can I get done in 30 minutes? It's like, <laughs> right, if I put, turn on the dishwasher and the washing machine so that they're going in the background, those are just timers and plates that are spinning in the background. Yeah, exactly. That means I can then free up the time to go and, like, wash the plate. Yeah, like, yeah set up your automations, effectively. Exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, there's a, it's all, there's it's a all project transferable. I don't know if you've ever been through the process of like applying for a job as a project manager, but, but the, there's a whole world of nonsense there that you have to go through. And one of the things project managers like to do, uh, PMs or mm. um, product managers, is they do thought experiments where the, the, the key point is to create a video game. But the one thing you don't do at the end of the thought experiment is create a video game. Yeah. The game doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. The point being is that you go through the process of how would you create a video game. Yes. And it's like, people are like, oh, so you start with, um, we need to come up with the concept. It's like, no, that's not the point. The management, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the management of coming up with a video game. Like, what do you need to hire? What do you need to, what are your bills? What are your costs? Yeah. What are your outgoings, your income? Is like, oh, that, and, and that is a, yeah, exactly. What are the logist- and, and that to me is a really interesting thought experiment. And I, again, I've got that from video games. Yeah, like that, that like that is the, the game dev tycoon aspect. Of- yeah, literally <laughs> that. It's, so this is why I would prefer to say that, yes, gamers may just be built a little bit better than other people. <laughs> I, 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 know it's, I know it's ridiculous, and don't get me wrong, I know I'm making a very heavy statement, but I do think gamers have a slight edge on those skills than other people do. Oh, I do. I do think that. I believe it. It's just, I think it's just because of the amount of memes. I, I let's see. This is the other thing. Is like again, yeah. internet just like brain rot. It's like the amount of memes I see about people who just. Uh, <laughs> well, the word gamer has a different connotation, which is also just like gamers are fucking stupid, right? Yeah, they are. But it's like, I mean, we but are it's also the thing of self awareness of like it almost yeah. seems ironic of being like, yeah, man, gamers just build better. We're just, we're just, we're just, we're just, yeah, I know it's very self serving, yeah. but I do, <laughs> yeah. I do genuinely think that if so, to me, a gamer is like comparing, 
someone who has played football with someone who has never played football. The gamer <laughs> in that element is the someone who has played football. It's just a yeah. slight advantage. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that we're like gods or anything, or we're like. <clears throat> What am I saying? Like, I'm, I'm just trying to say that we do have this slight edge. Like, if, if, if you took two people, one person that had never played video games and one person that had played video games, I would be willing to bet money that the person who played video games will pick up the skill quicker that they're both trying to learn. Mm. But it, it would be marginally quicker. It wouldn't be very a big gap. That would be interesting. I think... Yeah. I do think scientifically, like, yes. There's probably... Um, you know what? You probably find papers. There's probably, like, lots of psychology... I'm sure there are. ...papers which show that... Um, Playing games or interacting with things in this certain way, uh, probably, yeah, cognitively helps you with a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, they, so thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, cognitive. I was trying to think of it like it brain better. Well, it's brain solving. make better. It's it's problem solving, right? It's yeah. like by interacting and engaging with media as like if you like for example if you compared like a video game to like watching a movie or re- like watching a movie, a lot of it is kind of like. You're engaging with it, and maybe the thought process is you processing what the movie is trying to tell you. But a lot of the time, like when you're watching a movie, you just kind of like, haha, explosion, or like, haha. Oh, it's, pa- it's passive. It's passive. Yeah, it's passive, right? Whereas yeah, like, it's not interactive. Yeah, obviously the 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 thought part of it comes from when you take away the movie away from you. Like when you what you take f- away, what you take from the movie away with you. Oh my god, I can't fucking talk. Yeah, gamers clearly cognitive. You know, thinky well. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, I'm gamer. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, um, You're not built better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah, and that's where you're thinking about and processing uh, more. In like, you're using your brain to like problem solve essentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas games are doing that uh, again. Also depends on the game you're playing. <laughs> but, like... Of course, but but I'm glad we came to the same point if we understood yes. what I was trying to say. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it, whether we agree I, or not, I will not deny it is incredibly fun to think about. <laughs> It is. It's a cool it's, thought. It's great fun. <laughs> but we should <laughs> but, probably get to no. the end of the podcast. We've got one right. more point. Yeah, well. one more point. Uh, Power Wash Simulator. What the fuck is going... Like, dude, they are going crazy with the marketing. It's, it's, ins- it's they're, mental. They're doing is. so well. As in, they captured... Okay, so for some context, my partner got horribly addicted to Power Wash Simulator for a little bit. To the, point, to the point where I... Normally, she goes to bed at like 10... 11 o'clock, right? Like, 11 o'clock at the latest, like, 10 o'clock. One time, I finished, like, my gaming session. I was like, right, it's 1 a.m., I'm going to go to bed. And I went into the living room, and she was still playing Power <laughs> And it was that point, she just looked at me and just said, help me. <laughs> she but she's put... aware of it, isn't she? Though? Yeah, she was, like, I, she was like, can you just delete this game for the Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I love it as well. Like, like people don't want to go out and do chores, but they want to sit at home yeah. in the dark washing things. She was like, like "I need to be free." Because <laughs> she, 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 she was just sitting there listening to podcasts for like six hours. That, that's that's just, it. Like, that's what people do. That's how people play it. But but, um, but like, but yeah, the, the advertising. So like, she mental. She showed me one advert. Of being like, what the fuck is this? And it was like the when they announced that they were going to add Tomb Raider DLC. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, they've got the the like Minecraft Manor. Yeah, they've got the (laughs) the niche so well because obviously she's like, I she knows she doesn't know that many video games, but she knows like Tomb Raider and Lara Croft. she's like. Oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> she was like, apparently I... it's really good as well. She, yeah, she's like, like, should I play yeah. the game? I was like, you don't want to do that. She's like, yeah, yeah. you're right. 
But now, now they've gone and got the because what's obviously out, you know, the whole Final Fantasy VII um, yeah. remaster. You know that. <laughs> this too. She so, literally. <laughs> well, so you know how much it, it costs to make new geometry in video games. You know, yeah. it costs a lot of money to make new geometry. So they've obviously got all of Midgar modelled, and it's just sitting there, not making any money at the moment. Yeah. So obviously, Power Wash Simulator, because because um, Tomb Raider obviously is also Square Enix. Yes. So they've probably just had a discussion and gone. Can we just take that model and just you got make else? it dirty? Yeah, you got anything yeah else? Like, literally, you've got anything else lying around. And yeah. that's where it's like, oh, we do like money. Yeah. And just obviously those things have all come together. And I'll be honest, I've got no interest in Power Wash Simulator, but I have got interest in kind of standing around in Midgar cleaning it. Yeah. Which, <laughs> she's such a, they, I mean, there's a sentence I never thought I'd ever say. Um, but I want to clean Midgar. What is this world? We're, we're in the we're, we've, we're in the darkest time. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's just really funny because she also uh, like no context just messaged me a picture from the the article just being like, uh, what was it Power Simulator is a psyop to sell you Final Fan the new Final Fantasy game. It's so odd. Like, and she was like, what the fuck is this article? But it's also true. <laughs> it's That's true. true. I mean, that's literally what they're doing. It's a cross-promotional campaign, and we know how cross-promotion works. <laughs> it's just really. Funny. I just, I, I, like I said, I've got no interest in Power Wash Simulator. I played it. It didn't, it didn't stick with me in any way. Like I played it and just went, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. But I do want to stand around cleaning the Shinra Tower and the motorbike from the motorcycle chase and stuff because those things have meaning to me. Dude, I just have this incredible image of the Final Fantasy VII battle theme playing. As you're just slowly <laughs> cleaning dirt. Do you know? Do you, so do you know the bit that got me though, and this is the bit that we haven't discussed, and, and I think may have been missed because it's so subtle in the article. But it is. This is real. This is canon to the Final Fantasy universe. I'm sorry. What do it's you mean? actually canon. Uh, what do you mean? So that's canon? the bit that I was like, "What?" So you are not just working at, like cleaning stuff. You're working for the Shinra Corp cleaning company, which is, and, and they have stated officially, this is canon. You are in the universe while it's happening. <laughs> genius. Absolutely genius. So, 20-something years, 30 years ago nearly, I'm sitting playing Final Fantasy VII on my PlayStation 1, and I'm like, yeah, this is cool, this is a fantasy universe, and then 30 years on, I'm going back into that universe as a cleaner, cleaning up all the shit that I made a mess of. Like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What we're in the darkest timeline. We've done. We've made so many bad decisions. Oh my god. We need Thanos. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love it. I love. I. I both love and hate it because it's just utter nonsense. Like yeah. it, it is nonsense. Oh, so you say and it you is. Need, you say you need Thanos, but I heard he was busy twerking in Fortnite. So. Yeah. Well, you know, we all are. So is Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. That's that's what we got. Yeah. Inc- absolutely incredible. But um. Yeah. I guess we'll, you're probably mega hungry, so I guess... I'm actually cooking right now. Oh, I'm in the kitchen. Ah, oh, <laughs> that makes so much sense. That's great. I've just well, finished. I've just taken my katsu curry out. As as a great man once said, let the man cook. So <laughs> this has been episode 75 of the Sunfire like Tablet. Good. good. Well done. <laughs> if you... If you want, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Sunfire Tavern. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, oh, Google Podcasts. And you can send us where? SoundCloud? You can also send us through all your questions, comments, and whatever you want via the Google form in the podcast information. Send us your favorite uh, spaghetti recipe, but it has to be Final Fantasy themed. Um, and canon and canon <laughs> it has to also be canonical from the Shinra yeah. Cooking Corporation oh no that'd be terrible you don't want that I want that 
Give me that. I know. Write no, me. That to work for Shinra. <laughs> write me a recipe for that. Anyway, <laughs> thanks everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>